This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Chicago football fans, it's time for On the Clock with the score zone Mark Grody covering the latest on the Bears' historic upcoming draft. Featuring Bears experts and analysis on this red-hot offseason storyline. Right here on Sports Radio 670, The Score. Chicago's home for Bears fans and always live on the free Odyssey app. Presented by Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the exclusive partner of the Chicago Bears. Here's Mark Grody. This offseason has been a 10. If you're following it from a Bears perspective, it's just been great. It's been everything that we sort of hoped it to be in terms of the twists and turns and peaks and valleys and still questions to be asked. But I don't think we could have asked for much more with all the stuff that has gone on with the Bears. And I have successfully made my way back from Hallis Hall, where I got to spend the day today at Bears headquarters in Lake Forest and back in our downtown Chicago studios so we can all talk about the Chicago Bears as we do welcome you to On the Clock. I'm Mark Rohde. You can get a hold of me by text message right now at 312-644-6767. Might have time to take some of your calls a little bit later on. 312-644-6767, mainly for text messages right now. And you could always follow me on Twitter. I always appreciate that. At Mark Grody Sports is the way to do it. On the show tonight at uh, 720, make that 620, we are going to have NFL.com's draft expert, Lance Zerline. Again, that will be at 620. So, man... I got a lot to go through with him. Of course, the number one question will be to him, who will the Bears take at number nine overall? So we'll get into the weeds with Lance Zerline of NFL.com in just a little bit. But first, but first, Bears general manager Ryan Poles and his new bunch of players were at Hallis Hall today. Like I said, I was out there for a few hours today. The following players were introduced by the Chicago Bears today in no particular order. Linebacker Tremaine Edmonds, uh, TJ Edwards was introduced, the linebacker. Defensive end Demarcus Walker, running back Travis Homer was out there. The right guard, Nate Davis. Of course, DJ Moore, the wide receiver. Going to hear from him a little bit later on. PJ Walker is a backup quarterback. And the Bears did sign uh, Andrew Billings today. And I don't believe he was at Hallis Hall. I did uh, leave, though, a little bit early. So maybe Mr. Billings uh, was available. I doubt that highly that he was out there. But those are the guys that spoke today. And those are some of the new names that you're going to be getting used to. But And we'll hear from some of the players a little bit later on. But, man, Ryan Poles had some interesting things to say. To me, the the most interesting thing that he discussed 
And there is much to discuss out of this cut that we're about to hear from the Bears general manager, Ryan Poles. And it is about the offensive line. Listen carefully. Yeah, so um, with the with the old line, I'll stick to this. You know, we're going to put the best front five up there. Um, but I also think there's some flexibility in some conversations where Cody could work some center. He's got almost 4,000 snaps there, has some good seasons there. Um, so we're going to move it around a little bit and see if we can get that the best like front three possible. Orlando Brown. Yeah. He was one of the premier free agents in this class. Mm-hmm. You guys need help on the offensive line. His number came in fairly reasonable. Mm-hmm. Why was that not in play for you guys or not a fit for you guys? Yeah, I'm not going to get into the specific player, but you know the scheme match is a, is a big deal there. They run back to the interior of the offensive line. Is, is it possible that there's an odd man out with, with, the, with Tevin Jenkins there? And, and the ad, the addition that you just made, mm-hmm. Cody Whitehair, or, or do you just, is everybody staying on that interior? Uh, it's hard to say right now. It's going to be competitive. Uh, we've been in communication with a lot of them, and we're going to stay, we're going to make that a, a competition. But I think we feel comfortable with the group that's there that we're going to figure out the best interior group. How would you characterize kind of the activity on the offensive tackle market and, and, and what this week has been like and where you go from here? Yeah, um, I will stick to this. I mean, it comes down to value and where we felt comfortable. Um, you know, with our research, our evaluations, analytics, all of that, you know, there was a certain point where we were comfortable with um, based on the value and the evaluation that we had. Um, and if it surpassed that, we were okay with, with moving on. lot to unpack here for Bears general manager Ryan Poles about the offensive line. First of all, first of all, the Cody Whitehair to center thing. And I know people have asked about it and talked about it and, Apparently, Adam Stazinski, our producer, had predicted that, had thought that that is a... I mean, he's played the position before, as Ryan Pohl said. I don't feel like Cody Whiter has ever been completely comfortable, though, as a center. You know, there he's had his fair share of center QB exchange issues through the year, and his most comfortable position clearly is the guard spot. So... I don't know if I'm buying the Cody White hair thing. I I don't think so. I, I, I can't imagine that they're going to do that and put him in that spot where he's not as comfortable. And this is the year of Justin Fields. In case last year wasn't, this is the year of Justin Fields. Why in the world would you want to have any question about the, the center and the quarterback? And to me, there's questions there. So I don't know if I'm buying that. It's interesting but I don't know if I'm buying it. And then the the interior of the Bears' offensive line right now it is it is jam packed right now. I mentioned Cody Whitehair, you know, guard typically. You also have Lucas Patrick still. You have Whitehair as we mentioned, Tevin Jenkins too. So and then Nate Davis, the guy they just signed. So it's going to be interesting to see. How Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus, Chris Morgan, the the Bears offensive line coach, try to put this together. I can't see them. Why would they sign Nate Davis to the deal that the three year deal? A guy who is pretty much a, a right guard, right guard, period. Not left guard, right guard. Why would they change that? They're not going to sign him and then say, "Hey, you know what? We're going to switch you over to to left guard." I don't know though that Nate Davis would want to sign to do that. So what are they doing? What are they doing? I mean, is Tevin Jenkins over to left guard? And and he said, maybe Cody Whitehair doesn't mean it's a done deal. 
I am not comfortable with that. And then the right tackle side, that's still wide open. It does appear, though, that Ryan Poles made a, a sincere effort, an earnest effort to get Mike McGlinchey on this team, but didn't happen. So it now this is where the draft part comes in. So th- those names at, at number nine, you have you know Peter Skaronsky. You've heard all the names, the short-arm guy. Paris Johnson from Ohio State. Broderick Jones from Georgia. And then uh, if I could have a guy, how about Blake Freeland, BYU, 6'8", 305 pounds. I always put him on my little mini lists of offensive linemen. Skaronsky and Paris Johnson are better, but sometimes you just got to look at the gargantuan guys and say, what about that guy? What about that guy? Uh, Yeah, Blake Freeland is that guy's name. The other thing to keep in mind, too, with Ryan Poles is that he does, at least for his first ever NFL draft last year, the man does like to take the offensive line. He took four of them. Fifth round it on last year, and Braxton Jones is essentially was was the guy that made the impact. I mean, we saw some from Jakari Jatari Carter finally at the end of last year. I know Doug Kramer from Illinois. He was injured early, still on the roster, obviously, and he is a center. So I don't know. I mean, and that's that's the wild card. If Ryan Poles is thinking, hmm, who can I make into Braxton Jones this year? Maybe Doug Kramer. Gets in there, so there's there's the offensive line stuff. It did like this is it is a uh, it is a fluid situation on the O line, and it's interesting. Even if you don't get into the offensive line play or you know those guys up front, it, it's it's gonna be interesting to see what that looks like on opening day for the Chicago Bears. All right, now to the the defensive line. I mean, there's obvious two spots here that the Bears still need beefing up at, even with the signing of Demarcus Walker and Andrew Billings as well, and then what the Bears have in Justin Jones. Let, let's let listen to Justin, or uh, yeah, Ryan Poles on the defensive line. How much better can you get on the defensive line between now and you know, yeah. get the players here in the spring? You, you, yep. You've got Walker, and right. that's about it to a pretty thin unit. Yeah, no doubt about it. I know, uh, you know, it's... Uh, Right now, it's you get the sense of we gotta we gotta fix everything right now, and the opportunities are be limited. But I feel comfortable with between the rest of free agency. We're only two days into it, um, as well as in the draft that we can get that group as good as we possibly can. And at the same time, there are going to be some weak spots on our roster that we can't fix everything. But we are going to stay flexible to do the best we can to get better. And then again, if you go from a short-term thinking of we got to do everything right now. You extend that out and do things the right way. Over time, we'll be able to heal up all of those positions. You don't want to hear that, do you? That's the Ryan Poles saying, oh, we may not be able to fix everything. Fix it all! I, I, I do understand what he's saying. By the way, it is true that the Bears, apparently, according to Adam Schefter, have or are signing tight end Robert Tunyon for the way from the pack. So he's so Packers. I mean, doesn't he like, he's one of those guys like not great, but just one of those green Bay guys. And well, how is that guy hurting us from a bears perspective? We'll zero back in on that here in a second, but I want to talk about the defensive line a little bit more. And I, I do wonder what Ryan Poles has got up his sleeve with 
with this because there's there's different scenarios here. Demarcus Walker, Andrew Billings, yeah, did not get Javon Hargrave, uh, Draymond Jones. They were connected to those guys are gone. I don't know if he was in the bidding for those guys in any earnest way or not. But the fact is, didn't get anywhere with those guys uh, on your interior. It's you, you do have as I always talk about Kalijah Kansi, uh, Brian Brissy, and then that guy, Jalen Carter. Still there. Horrible, horrible pro day. Um, has not looked good at, at in the workouts. We know what he's been through with the reckless driving. He is not going to jail. It's probation, essentially. But we need to take a temperature from Ryan Poles on Jalen Carter. So let's check the temperature. Also, what did his incident do for your, uh, the value of your draft, of your number one and kind of how far you could go? Yeah, we aren't really there yet. Um, like the combine, it's it's a collection of information. We got some there. Uh, we got more, you know, at the pro day. Um, we'll bring them in and talk to them and get to know them even better. And in some point in mid-April, we'll sit down and put it all on the table and see how we want to handle it. Yep. So it's uh, it's a we'll see. I mean, there's no way Ryan Poles right now is looking at Jalen Carter and thinking, yeah, we if he's at number nine, we're going to take that guy at number. There's no way. There's there's no way. I mean, at this point, you simply can't project that guy to be a slam dunk in this draft because he always put on put on the nine pounds too. And I I understand. I mean, think about what this guy's going through. I mean, he's obviously done wrong, but. He's going through something, man. I mean, he's he's probably depressed and eating more and off the diet and not sleeping. So there's a lot of like mental wear and tear that's probably going on with the guy right now. And it's his own doing and all that. But you have to think about that and look at that. So <laughs> I've never seen a guy be on the board and off the board so much because it's almost like after the incident – you're starting to get through it a little bit and looking at different scenarios and he started to look pretty good at number nine and maybe even other teams would still grab him in the top five and then it goes down the drain again. So it it continues to be a a mystery on what player is going to be available on April 27th when the draft occurs and what kind of impact this guy can possibly make and if, if he's about it, man. I don't know what he's about. And when when he does when he does visit with Ryan Poles and those guys at Lake Forest again, that's what they got to find out. Like like I said the other day, I think it with Carter has to be something like, "Are you done now? Is this out of your system? Are you good? Did you get yours out of the way? I mean, yeah, young and screw up, but you're not gonna take this draft pick and take this dough and then screw up again. You, you've learned your lesson, right? And then the Bears have to decide whether or not they believe him or any team that might be interested in Jalen Carter. We're going to hear much more a little bit later, a little more from Ryan Poles, but I definitely want you guys to hear from some of the players, the new guys, like I mentioned, Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards and Demarcus Walker and all these, DJ Moore, all talking today. So in a little bit, we will get to that. But coming up next, let's get serious here about the draft 
We will talk to NFL.com's Lance Zerline. He is their draft expert, so we'll bounce a bunch of stuff off of him. And like I said, if you got a question for him, 312-644-6767 is the number. You could call or text 312-644-6767. This is On the Clock on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's get back to more Bears Draft Talk with On the Clock featuring Mark Grody right here on Sports Radio 670 The Score, Chicago's home for Bears fans and always live on the free Odyssey app. Presented by Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the exclusive partner of the Chicago Bears. Take it away, Mark Grody. Bears still have the number nine overall pick in the draft, one of their ten picks this season. April 27th is when the draft starts. The Bears, of course, have the number nine pick, number 61, 2024 first rounder, 2025 second rounder in the, the trade for number one. Their, their ten picks are, by the way, because I know that all, all you think about right now is the number nine pick. Well, maybe you're thinking about the two second rounders as well. There is a third rounder. There are two fourth rounders. There are two fifth rounders for the Bears. There are two seventh rounders, and that uh, rounds out the the Bears' 10 draft picks that they have right now. That could go up. That could go down. We shall see, and that is is the beauty of it. Welcome back into On the Clock, On the Score. I'm Mark Grody, and let's bring in a draft expert now and talk about the Bears and a bunch of other teams and what intentions might be from NFL.com. It is Lance Zerline, and he joins us on the Score Hotline, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sportsbook. Lance, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. How are you? I am doing well, and I might, we might as well just get right into it. What are you thinking about for the Bears at number nine? Well, you know, number nine, it's funny. Uh, there's different tiers to this draft the way I see it. I think once you hit number nine, you start looking at cornerback is where the best corners are. Um, but you also could take a look at offensive tackle. Now, I'll be honest, I don't, I don't see – I don't really think there's any true 
top 10 type of tackles in this draft. I think Peter Skaronsky is more of a guard than a tackle from Northwestern, but I think he's a very good player. And I think he's got a chance to be a Pro Bowl guard with the way he blocks. Um, I think he's very game ready. If you were to draft Skaronsky, you could try him at tackle, and then if you don't like the results, you can move him inside, and I think he's going to be just fine as a guard. Now, adding Nate Davis, I thought was a really good move um, for for the Bears. I like that addition there inside at guard. But, you know, if, if you need tackle, which the Bears do, that's, that's kind of a sticky one because I'm not sure that Skaronsky is going to be a long-term answer as a tackle, but I do think he could be as a guard. Now, I mentioned the cornerback. If the Bears want to look cornerback, this is a great spot. And I think this is where you start looking at uh, the, the top. For me, the top two guys are going to be Devin Witherspoon and, uh, and also um, Christian Gonzalez. Gonzalez yeah. Out of, yeah, yeah, out of, out of Oregon. I think those are the two guys that you look at. You know, Witherspoon is a, is a great competitor in terms of when the ball's in the air. He's got really good ball skills. Um, does a very nice job of playing with confidence throughout. Uh, I just think I just happen to think that Gonzalez has extremely rare height, weight, speed, athletic traits. It is hard to find anyone who has that kind of size who moves that fluidly around in space, and that's why Christian Gonzalez, for me, is my top corner. It's a little bit of a projection, but those are just rare physical tools, measurables, and athletic uh, talent that he has. So I think if you're looking to to shore up the secondary, with, if you're looking for the best player available, I think more than likely it's going to be a cornerback is what you're looking for. I don't know if you're going to look D-line at that particular spot based on the way that I think this, this draft shapes up. But honestly, I just wouldn't surprise me if Ryan Poles put the, pulled the trigger again and moved back down a couple more <laughs> slots if a team was interested. And he said, you know what, I'll move back down two, three, four more slots and, uh, and, and we'll add more draft capital. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's open for business. And it's very interesting because we haven't talked about cornerback very much. And you're right, Christian Gonzalez, super talented. Devin Witherspoon, people around here probably know that name. He is an Illini guy. Is there is there any chance that either of those guys, especially Gonzalez, goes even before that? Like maybe Arizona? or Lord knows the Colts ain't doing that, but... Is it, is it possible? And I know people aren't talking about that, but is it is it that oh, I a think possibility? It's very possible yeah. at number six. Okay, um, but not but look, not the like Lions top are three. A mess. Yeah, yeah, the Lions. No, I don't think it's that high. But the Lions are a mess in the secondary. They really got to get better at cornerback. And uh, so I think more than likely, I think there's a decent chance that Witherspoon could go off the board there. But I think number six is where you start looking at the first cornerback off the board potentially. That's that's one spot for it. So. The Falcons could be a cornerback spot as well. So, you know, if you're looking, you know, if you're looking at cornerback, and the Bears aren't in in terrible shape, but you just look at who is available and the best players on the board. I mean, for me, are going to be cornerbacks. I like Jalen Johnson a lot. I think Tyler Gordon has ability, but I do think you could upgrade that other cornerback spot if you're going to play Kyler in the uh, slot. You could go with another outside corner and really tighten up your secondary, even though. You know, I would say in the division, I mean, the, the the Vikings are always a team that can throw it, obviously, pretty well. But you don't still have the looming specter, at least we don't think, of Aaron Rodgers. So you may 
not feel the same pressure <laughs> to try to load up your secondary like you did with the first two picks last year. Yeah, but no, you're making great points, and it's the best player available is there, and that's what they're earnestly going to do. Why not take a, a position that has, as you mentioned with Jalen Johnson, one very strong starter and, in theory, at another really strong starter, and you're locked in at that position. That The guy that we're talking to right now, Lance Zerline of NFL dot com giving us a breakdown of the draft right now i'm mark grody this is on the clock it is brought to you by bet rivers online sportsbook it is the exclusive partner of the chicago bears all right lance what about jalen carter how do we handle this situation it's tough um i think he's the most talented player from a tape standpoint in the draft but listen you've got to you've really got to understand how to handle these players. Like keep in mind, Ryan Poles was in, uh, was in Kansas city when they drafted Tyree kill. He was in, you know, they had Demarcus Robinson in the same draft. One guy, you know, we had, we know had a domestic violence issue. Uh, Demarcus Robinson had multiple failed marijuana tests. And mm. I think he had a, a credit card issue as well when he was in college. So, they are not Frank Clark, who they added in free agency. And Ryan Poles understands the balance between between the, the character guys, the guys who you worry about their character, the guys who are have maturity issues. So you have to figure out who has maturity issues and who is fundamentally has you know character issues you don't want in your building. You also have to make sure you have the right type of locker room when it comes to uh, leadership who can handle those guys and you know, you would be able to answer that better than I do, but I'm not sure the Bears, most teams that are not very good, um, they, they don't have the leadership you need to take on problem, you know, problem guys. And I think when you look at Jalen Carter, the, the concerns for me are that, number one, multiple times we know he was driving at excessive speeds. One time uh, an unfortunate accident happened, and he was part of that. We just found out that it happened again in or that it happened in September and he was let off with the warning. I've heard that it's happened more times than that. Oh, I also had heard about the, the, the issues with, you know, with some of the football character at Georgia in terms of doing the things that needed to be done with the team, being coachable. Those were issues I know Todd McShay alluded to, and he was, he was grilled for it, but he was right. I mean, it was, it was his, his report was accurate even mm. at the time when I heard it back in January. So, now he gets to his pro day. He's 323 pounds, which is much heavier than when he played. Some of that you might, you know, you might simply tag onto the fact that he's under a tremendous amount of stress over everything that's going on. That certainly could be the case. But what what has happened now, Mark, is you have multiple issues of, you know, concerns about character, and now you add to that a bad workout where he was overweight, didn't work out, you know, in the three cone and the and, and the testing drills. And then had to stop the the workout because he couldn't get through the drills. I mean, this is just you know bad mark after bad mark after bad mark, and it brings to mind a guy who was drafted a couple of years ago from from Georgia and Isaiah Wilson, who was a right tackle, talented right tackle, drafted in the first round, and he barely even like he barely even took a snap in the NFL because his character uh, and off the field stuff just got him before he even really got started in the league and. Yeah. And so, you know, you have to be concerned. I know fans are going to be very tempted and excited. Hey, have them slide to us here at nine with Chicago Bears. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, Chicago has to really go deep on this and really project whether or not they can handle a player who clearly is at the worst 
very immature. Uh, you know, at the best, I should say very immature. And at the worst, could be, you know, it, it could be a character issue that, that could sink his NFL potential. So it, it takes a lot of hard work from, you know, Poles and his entire staff to make sure that they get the proper read. I'm not worried about the talent. We mm-hmm. all know what the talent is, but the talent's irrelevant if you can't stay on the field because every NFL GM ask themselves about players. What will this player do with more time on their hands, more money in their pockets, and more access to all the things that can get you in trouble? You have to ask that question. It's unbelievable perspective right there. Lance Zerline, NFL.com. So so that said, uh, I hear Mm y'all, and I don't don't disagree with anything you said, including the, the talent level that exists. Who's the second best interior guy in this draft, in your opinion? Well, I think the second, boy, let me think. The second best, it depends on what you, well. It depends like three on technique, the, the three punch. technique type of guy. Like yeah, I like, like, I like Kalijah Kansi personally. Yeah, I do too. But with Kalijah, the thing with, look, I'm a big fan of Kalijah Kansi. But to me, you got to have a big defensive tackle to handle um, first downs. And once the team gets behind the chains a little bit, you bring in Kansi and you just let him terrorize people inside. I mean, this guy is so quick off the snap. He is almost impossible for guards to block. But when they catch him, he does not have the size really to hold up. But I think Kalijah Kansi is one of those guys that, that you move back a little bit more if you're Ryan Poles and you say, let's go get a disruptor. And he actually, Mark, I would take a chance with Kansi. I just think you have to have a plan in terms of how you're going to use him. He's not much smaller than Ed Oliver was when Ed Oliver was drafted ninth by the Bills. Um, and I think he has a chance to be more disruptive than Ed Oliver was. Uh, or has been at least for the Chicago Bears. So I do like Cansey. It's just that at, at 285 pounds, I, I'm not sure he's going to be an every down player, but that doesn't really bother me because I just want guys who are going to make explosive plays. So I've got Cansey um, second on my list as well. I've got a pretty big drop off from Carter to Cansey. And then Brian Breesy, who I see mm-hmm. more as a late first, to early second. And then after that, you know, you got some guys in the second round. So I don't really love anybody there in the first round. I think. If you're going to, that's why I don't really like, I know the Bears need that, and that's why I kind of avoided that at nine, because I don't really, I think you're out of the mix now for a defensive lineman there. Yeah, absolutely. Let me ask you the same question uh, as far as edge rushers. Assuming you think that Will Anderson is the top edge rusher in this draft, who who do you like after that? Because it seems like there's a pretty good mix of guys beyond Will Anderson. Yeah, there are. And, I mean, they're different types. Tyree Wilson will be gone by the time you pick at nine, so he won't be on the board. Um, Keon White is a big physical player who I think is a little too, for me, is, is, is still has a lot of work to do, but he's got a really high upside. Miles Murphy, to me, is a solid edge player. He's solid. He's going to be physical, but I don't know that he's ever going to be more than an eight-and-a-half or nine-sack guy. So I think he's solid. But that's about it. And then Will McDonald is a guy that, you know, I, I really like what Will McDonald brings to the table. Now, you know, you had Floyd uh, uh, um, years ago. Well, not years ago, but but off coming off the edge. And when you look at Leonard Floyd and you look at Will McDonald, McDonald's got a better frame right now coming out. But both of them were thin hip guys that, you know, you wonder how they're going to hold on at the, yeah. at the point of attack. But with Will McDonald, he's got this wicked Dwight Freeney-like spin move, and I think he just has a great feel for getting into the pocket and creating problems. You just, I just think from a run-stopping standpoint, it's going to be an issue. Um, that, once again, is more of a trade-back target if you're going to look at him or early second. But Nolan Smith is a guy who is 
I think really coming up. He's only 235 pounds, I think, but he is physical at the point of attack. Really good run defender. I think he needs to become a better pass rusher, but he might be the kind of guy with the explosive traits that the Bears would take a look at. Nine would be a little too rich for my blood, but I also don't find this to be an, an exceptional year from a draft standpoint. So I think a lot of the value comes in later in the first round and then, you know, in the middle rounds as well. What about the quarterback, Lance? And the, the Carolina, obviously, Houston, probably going to take a quarterback, and the Colts. What, what those three teams, if it, if it stays as it is, who's Carolina going to take, who's Houston going to take, and who are the Colts going to take it for? Yeah, my last – well, I think it's going to go C.J. Stroud based on the reports we're hearing. I, I think it would be Stroud followed by Bryce Young. Uh, followed by, believe it or not, Anthony Richardson wow. from Florida. That's and I, think, I mean, Richardson, listen, Richardson's not even close to being ready. And Will Levis, <laughs> to me, is, you know, I've got big problems with Will Levis's um, accuracy, really concerns me. Richardson and Levis, I think, are in the same tier together. However, both of them have a lot of upside. Both of them have the physical talents and tools that, to me, supersede the top two quarterbacks. The problem is the accuracy just – is a concern for both guys. And, and I think Richardson just hasn't played enough football. There are some things I see from Richardson that I really like, but he just has not played enough football. He hasn't seen it enough. He doesn't recognize certain things. And so the Colts are going to have to give him, if they draft him, if anybody drafts him, you're going to have to give him a redshirt year for the most part and let him really learn the position because he hasn't played a tremendous amount of football and to do that, the Bears have to be confident, and Chris Ballard, their general manager, has to be confident that Jim Irsay is going to, you know, the owner is going to stick with him and stick with the process. Because whether they like it or not, the Colts are in the middle of another process. They they haven't been able to get past the Andrew Luck sudden retirement, and they're stuck in the middle of it. And it's hard to get out of it until you find a quarterback. But if you just keep putting band aids on the quarterback position, you know, it just you you stay in. You, you stay in purgatory for a long time. It's hard to get out of it if you don't have a quarterback. And so that's why, you know, I don't think the Bears were in a huge hurry to trade Justin Fields, even though they floated it out there, because you'd rather have someone you know that you're working with as opposed to being an unknown at the position. No doubt about it. Lance, thank you so much for your time, man. Great insight, and hopefully we're going to have you on again uh, down the road here before April 27th. All right, thanks, Mark. Thank you very much. That is Lance Zerline from NFL.com talking about the draft. Yeah, you know, I he did put a new twist on it because if we are looking best player available for number nine, assuming Ryan Poles keeps it, as Lance Zerline said, and there are other mock drafts that reflect the same, the, the best position or players available at number nine would be cornerback. So, yeah. Game on, Devin Witherspoon. Again, the Illini kid, I did get a chance to talk to him at the Combine. Try to bring some of that around eventually here. Christian Gonzalez is terrific. You know, he's the best cornerback in the draft. But I always like that concept. Like, sometimes you look at a position and say, you know, the Bears are probably okay at cornerback. And for the most part, at safety, it feels like. But the, but the pile-on factor the the idea that okay we could take a, a position that's pretty good and potentially make it terrific i always like that concept and we got to start to think about that the cornerback spots well we've all been sidetracked justifiably 
with the offensive line and the, the defensive line. When we return here on On the Clock, we're going to give you a chance to listen to some of the new Bears that I got to meet today out at Hallis Hall. And there are a couple of new Bears signings tonight, one of which I mentioned. The other one I will report to you here in just a couple of minutes. I'm Mark Grody. This is On the Clock on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Let's get back to more Bears draft talk with On the Clock featuring Mark Grody right here on Sports Radio 670 The Score, Chicago's home for Bears fans and always live on the free Odyssey app. Presented by Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the exclusive partner of the Chicago Bears. Take it away, Mark Grody. Bears making a couple more signings tonight, including... Robert Tanyan, the tight end, the 28-year-old who last year for the Green Bay Packers, 17 games, 53 catches, 470 yards, and two TDs. That feels like a pretty nice compliment to Cole Komet, who, at least the way Ryan Poles was talking you know, several weeks ago, talking about Cole Komet like he was a guy who might be awarded an extension at some point in time, but Robert Tunyon is a bear. Just one of those Packers that I, like, it just feels like a Green Bay Packer, Robert Tunyon. Like, the guy, like, when when he would make plays against the Bears, he was one of those guys like, okay, we can't have that. Can't have that with all the other guys burning the Bears. Cannot have that. But he is now a bear. The Bears also signed another running back, Deontay Foreman, who last year, 914 yards and five touchdowns. So, hey, the Bears are putting together themselves a running back room. And did, right now, I guess you'd have to look at it as Khalil Herbert is the number one running back for the Bears. The number two guy is, I'm doing this in my head, I guess Travis Homer? No, I think it's Dante Foreman, number two right now. Travis Homer, three. And then maybe... Maybe they still have not drafted their starting running back. You got a wicked look on your face right now. Not a Tristan Ebner fan. What's up, Tristan Uh, Ebner? No. What about Ebner? I don't know. I don't know if he's going to make the team. Actually, I don't. Like he started off strong last year, and then seemed to fall into decline, unfortunately. So, eh, see if he gets another crack at it. But they are putting some focus into the running back room after David Montgomery went and bolted to the Detroit Lions. All right, let's get to know some of these players that I got to meet out at Hallis Hall today. And let's start with the Mar- – I want to start with the Marcus Walker, the Bears defensive end, who last year for Tennessee did have a, for him a career year. He had seven sacks. And, you know – I don't think the Marcus Walker is necessarily going to be the biggest impact on the Bears' defense this year, like relative to other players. But guess what? I think the Marcus Walker might be the newest, most interesting guy in the Chicago Bears locker room. Here's the Marcus Walker. Did who's playing quarterback have anything to do you know, when you sat down with the teams? Excuse my French. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That is DeMarcus Walker right there. And if you couldn't catch it, Patrick Finley there asking DeMarcus Walker, the the Bears' new defensive end, if Justin Fields had anything to do with him wanting to go to the Bears. And he said, 
Absolutely. Although he didn't say freaking. So that that is Demarcus Walker. The guy who will be tasked with making an impact for the Bears this year, a big one, a lot of expectations um, for sure for the Bears is DJ Moore. And he was out at Hallis Hall today. And I got to say, I got to say, like, and this, this, this is what I experienced with him. And you're going to hear it. This is this is a guy who's probably going to have a thousand yards this season and be get like I said, very impactful. But he sounds like he was a little bit caught off guard, and and really did not think he would be packing his bag. Like this is a t- I think this is a tough adjustment for DJ Moore. It wasn't too hard. I was just like, all right, whatever. At that point, once I got traded, I don't really dwell on things too long. So once it happened, I was like, all right, forget it. On to a new journey. In this business, you always got to think about that 1%, and that 1% happened last Friday. So it was like, all right, cool. It's the business side of things. Going to Chicago, going to make the most of it, going to have some fun, get some wins, and that's how I was thinking. Uh, I'm real excited. Uh, I heard a lot of good things. Uh, we've been talking it up for a few days, so looking forward to get on the field. Yeah, I mean, it's just been a whirlwind. I mean, I, I am you know, lucky is the right word, but I do get to sort of – understand like from my time covering the Cubs and covering the Bears and covering all the locker rooms in Chicago like these moves like as much help as they do get and it's a lot easier moving for them than it is for you or I it's a pain in the ass I mean to to uproot your life and have to buy a new house especially if you get comfortable in a place and I think TJ Moore was pretty comfortable in Carolina all of that said it's a tremendous addition and I can't wait to see how how it all, if everything falls into line, Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet, and uh, well, Cole Komet, the, the tight end, uh, the, not talking wide receivers right there, but you know what I mean? Everything's going to kind of fall into line with with that guy being part of it. And Chase Claypool was the word that was supposed to come out of my mouth right there. couple of other guys that you got to hear from, including, I think you're going to like Tremaine Edmonds as well. The biggest of the Bears signings, one of the two linebackers, he and TJ Edwards, but this is Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah, I learned this a long year for sure. Um, you just, you know, one thing that helped us a lot in Philly was, again, we were a connected team. You know, we were a team that, that did a lot off the field together, and that was really the reason when you go through moments of adversity, that's what helps a lot when you can, you can lean on a guy and you have a good relationship with a guy to where it's not – you know, if something goes wrong in the field, you can go talk to them, and it's not a it's not an insult. It's just getting things right so that you can you continue to move forward. And that was something that I took away with that. It's just that the team chemistry has to be has to be on the forefront for sure. And um, you also need great leaders. You need guys who have who have who understand kind of how the place is ran, which we have here. And you need you need guys who um, you know you need your leaders to to work the hardest. And that that was big time for us. Something that I definitely took away from that for sure. All right, that was T.J. Edwards. It's easy to get these guys confused. That was TJ Edwards, who we obviously wanted to hear from anyway. And he was talking about his experience going to the Super Bowl and what that all meant. And, uh, you know, TJ Edwards, the Chicago kid, all that stuff. So he was talking about some of that. But I'm more interested today on what kind of impact TJ Edwards is going to make on the Bears. And he was a tackles machine last year for the Eagles. Here now is the main linebacker. And this is interesting because I think we might find out a little bit from Tremaine Edmonds about what position he is playing, and it might surprise you a little bit. 
I think it's just a great tradition. I mean, when you talk about great linebackers, and particularly middle linebackers, I mean, why wouldn't you want to come to a place like this, man? It's such great tradition. And, uh, man, I'm just excited to write my own story now. You know, um, you know, obviously it had a lot of great guys that come through here, and I'm a big believer, man. you got to pay respect to those guys that came before you because that's what we're striving to be like. Not exactly imitate their game, but take a little bit from everybody and put it into your own game. And that's what I'm about, man. And, you know, I'm excited to start my story now. Have they told you you'll be mostly uh, in the middle? Yeah, you know, we didn't really get too much, you know, into the scheme and, and, and the defense like that. I've been taking everything in, man, one step at a time. But, you know, wherever they put me at, man, I'm going to go out there and ball. You know what I mean? I think just a tradition, just linebackers in general. I mean, you've got Briggs, you know, you got a lot of linebackers that came through here that even if they wasn't in the middle, they was great linebackers. But, you know, wherever they put me at, man, I'm going to be that person. Uh, I'm going to give it everything I got, man, leave it all on the field and, you know, continue that tradition for sure. Playing, playing the life and getting mad no. I know that you don't know exactly where you're going to play it, but is it fair to say that that's where you'd be most comfortable? In you know, like I said, we, we haven't talked much scheme-wise. You know, whatever. As soon as it's over, I'll probably get right straight into it. But, you know, wherever they put me at, man, you know, I'm excited to go to work. You know, you got a lot of good guys here. Uh, you know, Eddie's on the back end. You know, obviously a guy that's real, well-respected in the organization. Excited to get to work with him. Obviously, you know, TJ just signed him. Excited to get to work with him. And, uh, man, it's a lot of other guys, man. I'm just excited to be around the guys, man, get to know everybody, and just ready to get to work. Strong indications from Bears' new linebacker, Tremaine Edmonds, that this, that he'd be playing the mic, the middle linebacker. And I guess it would be fitting because he when he was in the draft years ago and the Bears were interested, five years, same year they picked Roquan Smith and – Tremaine Edmonds ended up being the second linebacker chosen by the Buffalo Bills in that draft, and Ed, the comp for Edmonds was always Erlacher, just because he's huge. You know, he's 6'4", 240 or whatever, and he can fly. So, now not not quite the playmaker that Brian Erlacher was, but Tremaine Edmonds for sure is a guy that still has some ceiling left as well. And a guy that, as good as he's been, he might even get better. So, that was Tremaine Edmonds. Man! So much audio, so little time, but I have enjoyed the heck out of the last hour here on On the Clock. Been a fun show. This is fun. I mean, because it's all just happening. It's all fluid. Like, we can plan whatever we want for these shows, but things are going to happen. Two new signings tonight for the Chicago Bears. Robert Tunyon. Yeah, I got to make sure I pronounce that right because it's easy to say Tanyan, Tanyan, Bears. He is Tunyon. Thank you, Texters. Robert Tunyon. I'm a stickler, too. And runner back uh, Don- Deontay Foreman as well is a Chicago Bear. Thank you to Lance Zerline of NFL.com. He was excellent. Thank you to Adam Stadzinski, who produced the show as well. Coming up, it's going to be my guy, Gabe Ramirez. Gabe Ramirez on from 7 o'clock until 9 o'clock tonight. And a thank you to Bet Rivers for sponsoring the show. Online Sportsbook. It is the exclusive partner of the Chicago Bears, Bet Rivers. Hope you guys all have a great night. Gabe is next on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.